welcome to the Sports Carnage Podcast, presented by Detroit Sports Nation, featuring Paul Roshan, A.J. Riley, Ryan Griffin, and Matthew Bassett, bringing you the most arrogant takes on the planet straight to your ears. We don't promise to always be right, but we promise to act like we are. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Sports Carnage Podcast, which you can now find on Spotify. Just type in Sports Carnage, and we will be there. It's probably way better for a lot of you listeners who are listening on Podbean before. Um, so we are on Spotify. Big, big news. Very excited for that. And this week, we are joined once again by Dylan Bear, who was gracious enough to come on last week and uh, share his time with us, and he's doing that again. We have Paul Roshan with us, as always. Uh, I will be your host today, Ryan Griffin. Um, AJ Riley could not be here with us today, and Matt Basson was supposed to be with us. However, he is fighting electricity, just like the AFC South is gonna, the AFC West, excuse me, is gonna have to fight some electricity with the up-and-coming San Diego Chargers, top ten quarterback in the NFL, as voted on by the players, Justin Herbert. But they do have a little bit of uh, they do have a little bit of an obstacle in their way. The obstacle being the Kansas City Chiefs, who I think is probably most everyone's Super Bowl favorite, at least coming out of the AFC, which is what we're going to talk about today. Last week we did the NFC preview. Today is the AFC, and obviously the reigning kings of the AFC for the past two years are the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, so, Dylan, do you see the Kansas City Chiefs once again being the team to beat in the AFC this year? Hilariously, my opinion has changed in a week because I was not – I did not know, or at least I did not internalize – the fact that Kansas City's primary problem in the Super Bowl, as anyone with half a brain saw, was their offensive line. They have since actually helped it out. Uh, I believe Joe Thune, correct? That's one of their additions. And Yeah, I think it's Tooney, but yeah. Yeah, but he uh, they added him guard. He's going to be in there, although they did get rid of Eric Fisher. You may say that's a net plus for them. Depends on where you sit with him. But either way, Kansas City is still obviously the team to beat. I do not... Have the same. This is funny because Paul was talking about last week about how the NFC was wide open. I am inverse of him. I am less bullish on Kansas City repeating as I was on Tampa Bay because I believe the AFC is wide open. So uh, I guess I'm going to throw it to Paul to see if he maybe is the inverse of me and thinks the AFC is an open and shut case. I uh, I mean we're just we're just going to be inverse. It's just how it's going to be. Uh, there you go. Look Kansas, at that. Kansas City made a, uh, they rebuilt their offensive line um, in the offseason. Uh, and that, that's what happens when an offensive line that was pretty darn decent uh, gets banged up, ravaged by injuries. You, I don't want to say they solely lost because of the offensive line, because um, Tampa Bay played their best game and at the most important time, of course. And that game wasn't particularly close. But. It was a completely different Kansas City offense, and I've, for years now, have harped on how important the offensive line is to any offense, any team really in general. I think it's the most important unit on a football team, and as you said, we saw what happened in the Super Bowl when they didn't have the regular offensive line. Uh, They stole Orlando Brown from the Ravens. They had a Maybe all pro, but definitely at least a pro bowl tackle to their team. Uh, you already and talk- Kyle Long as well. You so already talked about Thune, them picking up Long, Joe Tooney. Um, 
that's I, I honestly think they made like five additions to their offensive line this this offseason, but they're not all going to start, obviously. Uh, some of them are depth players. Uh, they completely rebuilt, tooled their offensive line. They have a really solid starting five, and they actually have some depth now because, as we all saw, it's very important because you don't know if you're going to stay healthy the entire season. And I, I don't think they want that to be the reason that they lose a chance out on another Super Bowl. Because they only have, I and mean, we've talked about this before, I think, on podcasts, um, their window is not infinite, even though they have Patrick Mahomes, who for a long time should be the best or you know, top, top part of the NFL quarterback hierarchy. He's making them dollars, though. But... Like you said, he's making them dollars. He's going to be making $40 million a year, right? $45 million a year, whatever the hell it is. It's just absurd. Um, it's going to be really hard to keep up a Super Bowl roster around him consistently. They're going to have swings. Um, I think this year, maybe next year, and then that window's going to kind of shrink up for a little bit. I think a lot of things are going to change. There's going to be a lot more cap casualties. Um, and they're going to have to get really creative to keep a Super Bowl caliber roster around Patrick Mahomes. So it, nothing lasts forever in the NFL. And I know that Tom Brady and the Patriots made it seem like it could be the norm, but it's really not. So I'm, I'm really bullish on what they did to take advantage of this window that they have here. And uh, unlike you, I don't think the AFC is very wide open. Um, I think there's okay. a, I think there's a couple teams. Are we going to do this division by division again? Yeah, I, I don't see a reason not to. Ryan, you did mention the Chargers, so it feels appropriate to go with the AFC West first. Uh, I would... I You know what? Because you brought them up, why don't you go with the Los Angeles Chargers, Ryan? Why, your uh, Derek Worst whipping post team. Why, why don't you explain why you... Or if you think, I guess, if uh, LA is going to be good or bad. I did. I will. I do want to circle back real quick on uh, Orlando Brown, only because I was listening to a Bomani Jones podcast and he had uh, Nick Wright on, and I think I called them the San Diego Chargers up top. You did definitely Los Angeles. <laughs> I know that I was messed up, but they made an interesting point about Orlando Brown, where he's obviously a very good offensive lineman, but they brought up the point that it's kind of weird that the Ravens, a team who has Super Bowl aspirations themselves and whose game is, you know, whose offense is predicated on the run game, they just kind of gave him away to the Chiefs. They got a first-round pick, but it was like pick 32. They gave him away to the Chiefs, who are one of the teams that they would figure they'd be fighting for AFC you're gonna, you're gonna so we were talking hate. about in the chat a little bit oh. earlier, where you're like, you know, the the Packers and the Bears, you know, they would never trade they with each would other, not. right? So that that just seemed like a little weird. And like, is there something going on that the Ravens know, or is was it just a, a stupid? Hold on, move, I can help you. Um, I can help you out with that. Like, you're not going. Like you're not going to like my answer, but they may have gotten rid of him because he's kind of useless with Lamar as your quarterback. Well, can he not protect the run game? I, say, I mean, you still, I need, think, you still need him to protect I'm, Lamar. I'm just saying back. it may be that they don't value tackles as much as, say, Kansas City does because the QB's not going to be in the pocket half the time anyway. Just that, a theory. That still seems uh, no, stupid. No, I'm aware. I'm just – like, I mean, because he still has to drop back. Like, regardless if you well. think he's a good passer or not. Like, you still have to you still have to drop back. So it <laughs> you wasn't, still, have to, still have to take a snap. It is – the way you worded your question is actually really important because 
it, it wasn't a surprise that they traded Orlando Brown. I, he was long talked about as basically probably going to be a cap casualty. It was something that they had to do. Um, it was where he went, right? They trade. They they think that they're competing for a Super Bowl, and they traded him in the AFC to their their main competition to get to a Super Bowl, right? But I I think it's twofold. One, it's about draft capital, right? Uh, they got a nice return from the Chiefs, and at some point, is if the package is that much better, even though you're your chief competitor, are you really going to spite your future just to try to weaken them this season? And I'm also curious, and they'll never admit it. Uh, I I would say yes, only because you do have the Super Bowl. Usually, probably not, but because you have the Super Bowl hopes, I think I would have. Because again, the pick was what 31, 32, or something. Yeah. I think I would have shelved that this year um, and spite in my future to know that the Chiefs aren't going to be even another level. Well, of you goals. also don't I, know how I that think, number 32 pick fit to them on their roster. Well, I, I also think that that is a bit of short-sighted and maybe even fan aspect because it is quite possible that within that organization, the actual decision makers for the Ravens realize that they are not a Super Bowl team right now. Um, and I don't, it's hard for fans to swallow that. And especially a team that it kind of has been close, except they really haven't because they're still they struggling in the playoffs to do anything. Um, but, but everyone thinks, oh, you have Lamar Jackson, you have a good defense and you're not that far away it, within the organization. They might realize that they are not as close to a Super Bowl as they're perceived. And they don't see a path to beating Kansas city this year anyway. So it would be really dumb to pass up that draft capital in spite the future where you hope to actually put a Super Bowl contender together. Well, here's one problem with and they, that. They did take uh, edge rusher Odafe Owe from Penn so, State. A- I hope a- I said a- his name right. You, you definitely said it wrong, but athletic freak. Right. Absolute, absolute I, but, Okay, freak. but either way, hold on. The only thing that would kind of go against that, I'm not even saying that I inherently disagree with you. However, Baltimore's talking about a contract extension with Lamar. And if, what we were just talking about in terms of roster construction, if they were really like, all right, let's retool – let's wait for Mahomes' like 40 mil a year to kick in, why would you then turn around and extend Lamar when you're basically just spiting yourself for that roster build? You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't know if we will I'm not ever get you have an answer. I'm, I'm just, buy no. into our beliefs on Lamar and where he cannot take them. You're, you're a hate. Dude, we do not need uh, to do this again. To, it hurts you every but time. To your, to your original, I mean, no, we'll we'll probably do it again when we talk about the, <laughs> the AFC North. Oh, uh, that's gonna be fun. That's <laughs> gonna be fun. The uh, so your original question about the Chargers, I think Matt maybe can edit around some of that. Maybe not. Uh, but I I like I at most I think the Chargers are gonna be fun. I do buy into the into the Herbert hype. Um, like we said, the NFL top 100 players. They the players rated him as the eighth best quarterback in the NFL. Uh, so they obviously have a, have a lot of faith in him. And he had one of the best rookie seasons that we've ever seen for a quarterback last year. You know, they have Eckler, they have Keenan Allen, they have a couple of guys that can make some plays. I know you guys are both big Derwin James fans. Oh, uh, he figures yeah. to be back this year. Obviously, you know, kind of hopefully they can stay healthy. They have uh, one of the Bosa, Joey Bosa, um, on the on the defensive line. 
So they have, obviously, a really good secondary player, and they might have other pieces on the defense that they're just kind of blanking me at the moment. Um, I think they have Desmond King, too, don't they? Yeah. Desmond Desmond King the second. Yeah, Desmond King the second. So I love him, one of the best returners in the game, and I think he's a a pretty good cornerback, too. So they have pieces there, and I don't know that they'll battle the Chiefs for division supremacy, but you have the Raiders in that division, you have the Broncos. I can definitely see the Chargers finishing second in that division and grabbing a wild card spot. And it's somebody that I hope does really well. Like you mentioned, I played with them in Madden. I love their uniforms. Uh, I love the way Herbert plays. Eckler is amazing. You know, Keenan Allen, he had uh, the one game against the Lions where he had like 15 catches. Uh, but but he's done that a, a couple times in his career. Uh, but obviously that one uh, always stuck out with me. Uh, and – they obviously they lost Anthony Lynn. They brought in a new uh, a new head coach, but I think that'll be uh, it'll be a popular pick. So it's not you know some groundbreaking thing um, for what they finished last year six and ten I think. But you know they'll be a popular pick to make that leap into the playoffs. And I just happen to be one of those believers. I don't. So see I I, I call shenanigans reason. on this. I'm very oh, upset wow. because I called them a good team earlier this off season. And you had a tantrum. And you were like, a good team should be competing for a playoff spot. And I said, yeah, they will be. And you were not with it at all. And I want to know where this about face comes from. No, no. I also don't remember that conversation. It was when the Monday Night Football uh, slate came out. And I I thought it was actually a solid slate. And I circled all of the teams that I thought were going to be decent. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I have it in the chat right here. Dylan said, Chargers may be low-key good this year. Paul, you responded with almost like I said that months ago and got yelled at by Ryan. And then you clarified yourself. Sorry, Matt. No. So, cautiously. All right. It's It's Matt's fault. It's Matt's fault for not being here. Of course, Matt didn't. Matt covered them for right. <laughs> so wait, why doesn't Matt like the Chargers? Because he used yeah. to do uh, radio in San Diego, yeah. and he always said that the Chargers came up yep. short. Yeah, it, those it, were good it was Matt. Teams it was Matt that threw a tantrum. Yeah, those it, were the Marty. I was like, Chargers teams. and Finns should both be decent, and then he no. Was not. See, I disagree with you on Miami. But he was we'll so mad. Later. He was so mad. Now, okay, I do. I need I'm sorry. To I apologize, Ryan. And so the Chargers, I think that especially with the seventh playoff spot, there is like, I know you can't put this on a first-year coach, but there's just no excuse with that roster not to get into the playoffs. But what I want to shill for, and I said it before, and I'm going to say it again, and it's it's just like Ryan with the Green Bay Packers always say, oh, they're going to be good. I, I, I'm not kidding you. The Denver Broncos have the most complete roster of any team without a quarterback. If you actually look at that roster, defense and offense, that is an amazing roster. If they, oh, excuse me, whoo, got cut up there, got some Bronco dust in my throat, I guess. Uh, that so, sounds really off. Ch- choking on some. Oh, stop. stop! Someone's been watching too about- much Jackass. All right, all right, all right. Uh, no, but no, but big, big Vic Fangio. Energy. But okay, we were joking before. We said it offhandedly. Oh, good job, Broncos betters, right? There was merit to it if they got Aaron Rodgers, and I still think next year that's where he's going. This roster, if you look at it, is awesome. 
It is awesome. And by the way, Teddy Touchdown is going to be starting for them. So you're definitely going to want to shoot if you're a betting individual. I, I don't know what the number is off the top of my head, but they're definitely like a 500 team. Like an 8 and... What is it? It would be an 8 and 9 or a 9 and 8. Something yeah, like that. Nine and Literally, eight. it's going to be... Their their record is going to eight, be... 8, 8 and 1. <laughs> right. But <laughs> they're going to be 8 and 9, 9 and 8, something like that. Their roster's awesome. It is. And like it, it, when I look at the AFC West... Kansas City now has actual challengers. The Chargers roster is good enough. They will probably split the series, would be my guess. And Denver, once they get a quarterback, is going to challenge as well. We talked about that Kansas City window. I don't even know if they are if they haven't already missed it. They've gone to three straight AFC title games in two straight Super Bowls. I'll be honest, I with this division being what it is and what it will be going forward... I don't know if Kansas City is going to be able to actually get out of the conference, let alone their division, within the next one, two to three years. I mean, I, I Kansas City would still be my pick. I'm here for the fall of Kansas City, just to once again point out oh. how it's oh, nothing. Andy Reid's a fraud. No, oh. stop! It's nothing against him. Just, just to point out. <laughs> no, because Andy Reid's too fat to coach. Ju- like, just to me. point out how important. <laughs> how important cap management is that you can't pay players a billion dollars in, in win and that quarterback can't completely carry his team no matter how good they are. Um, but uh, regarding this year, as I said, I think Casey walks to the Super Bowl pretty much barring a rash no. of injuries or a nah, huge surprise. We're going to get to that. No. Somewhere along the line. Uh, but in this division, um, I'm not I, – I agree with you. The Broncos have a very solid roster, Sands quarterback, and a couple other things. Um, I'm not as high on them as you are. Plus, I think probably the best roster in football without a quarterback is the Ravens still. But uh, we'll talk about no, them in I, a little bit. So, see, okay, I'm, hey, I man. will say, the, no, I, uh, for real, I don't agree no, so, with that because I think that Denver's defense is, like, positionally, by position by position, better. At, uh, you know what? Corner. I actually, I also think. There's an argument to be made for. I think the Broncos have. I a think better there's an argument there. to be made for Washington. I mean, we could go down this rabbit hole all day, but I really like what uh, Washington's built. Washington's in the NFC. I, I know there. Right. No, I know. No, I, I'm just no, talking football I, in general. I mean, okay, I was just. Oh, okay. Here's thought, the problem. I thought you were trying to transition. No, no, no. no, no, no. no, no I, I, I just no, thought about like, it. We're not going to go down this rabbit hole. We'll, we'll stick it. We'll I got stick you, in I got the division right now. I just. It's a fun topic to me to talk about teams that are quarterback away because the Lions. The Lions were the inverse for so many years. Right, but the the problem also yeah, I don't know about the that. problem also is that like everybody as we discussed last week, listen to last last week's podcast for this. Aaron Rodgers is on 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 Spotify uh, on, on Spotify Premium. Uh, no, uh, so it's probably on there. But too. when we were talking last week about how Aaron Rodgers has this last dance kind of thing going on, I, he's going to Denver. Like I I pretty much have no doubt in my mind that is the roster he's going to. And so when when I'm saying, like, when I'm talking about, oh, this is the best roster that's a quarterback away, I mean that because when Aaron Rodgers gets there, it's going to be the same type of turnaround when, uh, as much as I don't want to admit it, when Peyton Manning got there. Like, that roster is good enough because they have a top five tight end, in my opinion at least, in Noah Fant. They have... Skill position players, receivers are are better, I would say, as an overall unit than Baltimore because they have Jerry Judy, they have Deshaun Hamilton, they have KJ Hamler, and then they have uh, Cortland Sutton as well. 
And then on top of that, they have run Javante Williams. Uh, by the way, sleeper for fantasy purposes, Javante Williams. I I don't think he's round. a sleeper. If you've seen where he's being drafted, to be honest, I he's uh... at least from the projections I've seen. And to be fair, they're about two weeks late. Maybe he is a lot higher. But you have Javante Williams, and then you also have um, uh, Melvin Gordon the third, who while injury ridden, if he's your backup, that's a good backup to have. So. And their offensive line has actually been, like, really solidly built as well. And then on your defensive end of things, you have Bradley Chubb. And while he is old, Vaughn Miller is still Vaughn Miller for the time being. And then you also have Justin Simmons, who they just reset. No, he's on the franchise tag. But still. I I think it's really ironic that uh, John Elway is, like, the best team-building GM in the land. Except he can't can't find a long-term solution at quarterback. Unless it's a veteran, like that's the only way that. Well, so I said long-term solution. Be successful. Um, no, well, right, yeah. Since yeah, since Peyton Manning, so like including Teddy Bridgewater, uh, Teddy Bridgewater will be the eleventh starting quarterback. <laughs> so bad. Had since, since and they've Peyton tried Martin. everything. They've they've made trades. They've brought free agents in. They've yeah. drafted them. They've done. They've but they've to run his the credit, their their roster construction is always great, except for that. But that's what like I'm saying. I, I think it's super bad. ironic. And I think that's the hallmark of truly a good GM because um, anybody can get lucky and find a quarterback or have the number one pick in a year that there's a really good quarterback. But to actually year in and year out have a really good roster that's a quarterback away, I, I think it's much more impressive and harder to do. Uh, but back to the division, um, I am bullish on the Chargers. I don't – I don't. I mean, the, the AFC as far as playoffs, especially that bottom tier – is very wide open. They, they could find themselves in the playoffs this year. They'll be battling for that spot down the stretch the last four games of the season, I think. Um, but I don't I don't know if they're quite ready yet. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, especially you got a, now we got a new, new offense. Um, and I don't know if you guys know who their new offensive coordinator is. Um, he's very familiar to us. His name is Joe Lombardi. And I oh, feel yeah. really, really <laughs> bad, actually, for Justin Herbert. Now, you assume that he has learned at least a little bit from his first very disastrous stint uh, in Detroit and then had to run back to Peyton, uh, Sean Payton's teat, and hopefully he uh, sucked long enough to actually learn something this time around. But I, I, am, not, I am not bullish on their offensive system and so unfortunately, Herbert is going to be learning a second system, his second year in the NFL, and with an offensive coordinator that I, I think has a really good chance to be a disaster. Uh, they do have a an abundance of of talent there, especially skill position talent. Uh, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, if he can ever stay healthy. Austin Eckler, super underrated. Um, the offensive line uh, still figuring out, and then uh, as, as but they did make a really. I, I really think Rashawn Slater is a really good pick. Um, Help beef him up. I mean, he's going to be yeah, a day yeah. one starter. What? You said they added Lindsley, right? Or did I miss it? The center? Corey uh, I did not. I, I did Lindsley. not mention that. Um, but no, they did. They did make big addition. They did make some offseason Literally. additions, <laughs> and it, so it, they it should didn't make, do what the Bengals did. No, they did not do what the Bengals <laughs> did. They drafted Jesus. a tackle in the first round. They added Corey Lindsley. Um, so they they are are definitely on the right path, and, and we know if they can stay healthy. Um, they haven't been without talent, uh, but they've been very unlucky in the health department. Um, hopefully, even with all these injuries, Derwin James returns to the player that we all know that he has been and can be. Um, I, I'm really interested right. to see them grow. I, I think they have some coaching staff questions as much as anything else, but 
This is a fun young team. They're just not ready to challenge Kansas City. They're ready to have fun and scare them. They're not ready to challenge them. Um, Denver, we talked a lot about. Uh, they still don't have a quarterback. Unfortunately, in this league, you do need a quarterback. Um, and then until next year, it, it, the the Raiders are always just like the weirdest no. thing for me. They're, I don't. I don't even like wasting time on them because never, they aren't even serious not. about winning. So they're not bad. They're not a bad football team. That's because you you got a car under center. What no, can you do? He is he is answer. not bad. He is actually a good NFL quarterback. Their team is just so boring. They're not great. They're not boring. bad. Their they're roster just, construction is horrible. They're just like a five. They're it's not so, even so that they're bad. Trying to get Khalil Mack it's back. not even that bad. They're they're a five like a perfect five hundred team, which you can't be anymore because no, no we way. went to seventeen no. games for nope. no reason. Nope. But you, you can be eight eight. No, are, no, oh, stop it. There is no. But, that's, that's but they are they are right on par no with being a no. five hundred. Denver team. is I, going to finish higher than they are. There's no way the yeah. Oh. Man, that's spicy. You're telling me that with their roster being what it is, and Teddy Touchdown, who is like the perfect I, I would bet the Raiders manager. finish higher. Oh, shit. I would, I, Dylan, I would take that bet if I were you. Yeah, but no, I, 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 I could see the I could see them finishing around 5. Well, I guess 7 and 10 isn't really around. But like 7 and 10 or even 8 and 9. Like, I could see that. I'm, if you're yeah, talking like Denver. nine and eight or ten and seven, like that's where I think they'd have to have you know some some real. Oh, breaks I, to I'll do tell that. y'all one thing by the way, fantasy purposes since we're kind of Darren Waller is the man. Uh, Darren Waller, fantasy purposes, go for him for sure, but stay away from Josh Jacobs. He the tread on the tires is already starting to show. It did well, last they, year. They brought in Kenyon Drake for a reason too. Uh, yeah, do not. It, it, I'm it, telling it wasn't you, Josh to not Jacobs is poisoned. Do not touch him, partially because the Bears weren't stupid, because they picked Josh Jacobs, and bitch, he's going to be out of the league in three years. I don't want to hear it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. No, so, but, I, no, but all kidding all agree, aside, fantasy purposes. As, as we all agree Kansas City Jacobs. walks away with the division, though, yes? Well, yes, but all I was trying to say was that this is going to be the last time where it's going to be this season. I, if Denver gets a quarterback... Maybe. If Denver gets Aaron uh, Rodgers, which they will, because they're the most well, no, because they're the most ready NFL roster that doesn't have a QB already. And, like he's not going. And they're going to gonna have the best first round pick next I mean, year, I, right, Paul? I, hey, I, I think it's really interesting because would it really be out of the realm to see him go to like the 49ers, win a Super no. Bowl, retire, they and then just turn over dra- the team to Trey Lance? They just drafted. I, a, I know a, they a, drafted no him. Yeah, uh, they, dra- they drafted a very good trade. They are not. Wait, no, they don't even need to trade. He's unrestricted after. No, he's not unrestricted. The team just agreed to trade him. He's under contract. They just agreed to trade him. You cannot argue with me that of the rosters that we discussed already, which was Washington – Denver and what was the other one that you said? Uh, the well, Ravens. Baltimore, but that doesn't count. Um, I, I mean, Miami, baby. No. We'll talk about them later. Yeah, no, I'm. Miami, I'm baby. telling you, he's going to Denver. That seems like the only real, like, logistically sensible thing. Yeah, I mean, come on, that's what John Elway is going to want, anyways. What about the Colts? They only, they got broken ass cars because he wants to play on the West Coast. Like you, everybody knows that. That's like a poorly held secret. So, of the West Coast teams, I mean, 
Uh, the, the, the Colts playing a dome. He'll be all right. But I, while Paul's assertion is like, oh, that's spicy, I just don't see San Francisco. Like, let's put it this way. If San Francisco. And Denver's not on the coast either. Okay, whatever. Uh, like, <laughs> I'm just AFC, saying that. AFC San, West got him confused, okay? It's not, it's not that. I mean, Denver was the team that was talked about already this year. I'm saying West Coast because it's more West Coast than Indianapolis is. Yeah, but the 49ers are so <laughs> the, the 49ers <laughs> right. are a Rod's like childhood team, right? Yes, they he, he are. Went, he, went again, Cal, he went to Cal. No, I, he went to Cal. Look, I understand. I just if and, they were going to do and that, and then they spurned. If they were going to do that, I don't they, understand they did the Trey Lance thing. So uh, well, they don't know. You you can't just assume. Oh, this guy is going to be available, and we're going to get. If I, I am a betting, if I'm, I'm a betting man, which I am, I would say Denver over over. But if um, if I'm Stanford. Aaron Rodgers and I'm evaluating the two, I'm I'm going to I'm going to California and I'm going with Kyle Shanahan and what they've built there. And Let's I'm put it this way: if half their defense dies again, then no, I'm not because I don't want to get injured. Oh. So. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm just saying I, I don't I don't think he's shoehorned it in Denver. That's all. That's all I'm trying to say. We don't need to okay. break this. Can we, we we'll have can, plenty of podcasts on this. So, can we move to the yeah. worst division in the NFL this year? The AFC South. No, I I, yeah. I, I think we should move to the no. North because that's going to be the funner. No, discussion. no, no. You got to do the AFC South now. Cause yeah, we, we got to break them up. I, no, no, I agree. We'll we'll get the we'll get the news out. All right, you got to have fun now. Um, while are still the listening. the Texans are going to be in a race to the bottom of the NFL along with the Lions and a couple other teams to see who's going to get and, the number and, one pick. And the Jags. Uh, no, the Jags. I don't think the, the Jags, Jags are look be. like. Jags still look like the worst roster in the NFL. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, I think I think Jags are a bottom so five. Especially okay, with so ETN out now, they're not as bad as the Texans. Though the Jags are better than the Texans. And they uh, and they got Daryl Bevel, the offensive coordinator. Oh yeah. I so you 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 could argue they're tanking. So, so <laughs> while you guys know how I feel about Daryl Bevel, but I actually think. He fits what this team should be doing from an offensive standpoint. That's, this what, we, season, that's what we said with Detroit. This season, what happened. I didn't say that. That wasn't I me. Did. I know, man, but like Trevor, I was even pissed. In the first preseason game, Trevor Lawrence. Was I was so yeah. mad. He's getting, he's getting smacked like, around. This is not going to be an easy year for Mr. Sunshine. <laughs> Matt would no, it, it's going to be rough, and and they hired a fraud head coach, so it's not going to be. Yeah, it's not going to be. Yeah, it definitely looks fraudulent right now, man. My God. That okay, loss. you can't. Hey, all, right, all, all joking well, no, aside, you cannot the, judge no, him no, based on. Hold on, but he's the GM too. It's not based on one preseason well, game. It's, that it's I agree with, but I, man, my God, right? And they were and they were bad. Last, it's not like he's taking over the 49ers or something. Like they were a bad team last year, and I just don't know that they're going to be able to protect their their number one asset, who's obviously trying to play all 17 games. So he already came out and said this kid's the starter. Like right. that's so. There's, there's no debate. They lost their second first round pick. Um, it was a dumbass pick, with, uh, with so they kind of deserve it that. Uh, it, it, was. It, it's, it still it still helped the offense. It's not better. How's it helping now? <laughs> well, no, I know not anymore. Helping about saying. as much as Jamar Chase. <laughs> oh, okay, we'll get. To, oh man, I'm about to send the <laughs> Bengals. <laughs> I honestly, <laughs> I, on the AFC South, I I cannot remember two teams this bad in the same division. Uh, like it's. 
I mean, the Lions and the Bears for a minute were pretty, pretty bad. This is this is extra bad. This is extra. I mean, it's it hurts. I mean, I mean, you've had the you've had the Texans and the yeah, the Texans and the. I mean, I think the Texans and the Jags maybe. They're they're okay. hurting. They're hurting their own. You've had like the. They're hurting their own the draft the Dolphins, pick slot. The Jets and the Bills. The Dolphins. And they're the Bills. hurting their own draft pick slot because they have to play each other and so, twice, and somebody has to win those games. <laughs> I would say I would argue, Paul, <laughs> that the true. more argu- the better argument is two worse rosters. Like these rosters are god off. They're horrible. I, like if you combine them together, that is still a five and twelve football team. Okay, that's a stretch. All right, now chill a little bit. You need to taper it back a little bit. If you combine them, they're a wild card uh, team. No, they're not. I don't. I don't no, know. Oh they're my not. goodness. You you guys are. You guys are if, if you if you let Deshaun Watson play quarterback maybe if oh but. my goodness no if you combine them they're a wild card team y'all need to chill you're getting a little little well, no because I think I think if Deshaun ends up playing and it doesn't really look I don't know what it looks like I don't honestly, think because it was like super hot for playing. a minute and then everything well, he doesn't even want to play any news about he well, doesn't want to play the he's NFL checked, doesn't want him to play like it's, yeah he's I know out. but I mean you've seen guys not want to play and you know play before like Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to I don't so I don't think the Texans want him to play either. Because they need to tank, and I think they are fully aware of what oh, needs to no, happen. I, I, I think they want them to. I, it doesn't make I any disagree. Sense. I'm with Paul on this, actually. No, I, I don't think they have any interest in playing. The only, the only thing that they want is for him to get cleared of everything, so they can trade his ass and get the value that 100%. they perceive. No, like, yeah, I'm, I'm with Paul on this. The only reason why they are script, like the reason why they're even dealing with this right now, is because he is at his lowest value. So the only way he's going to get out of it is playing. Man, I, I, they gotta be yeah. kicking. And, and, and they gotta play. be kicking and, themselves and, you know, so hard right now. Had they just traded him immediately, just done it. and yep. it would have been somebody else's hey, problem. It saved oh, me goodness. a headache, so I don't. Oh care. my! I'm oh my God! If they traded <laughs> him to Chicago, oh, oh my man. God! Okay, but to be fair, when I say worst division, I'm not just referring to those two teams. I'm also referring to your, you know, side love interest, Ed Dodds over here. Being an absolute idiot, <laughs> bringing in a glass cannon, and by what the way, do you want just him so to do? Aware, the glass has shattered. It's no, not a hold cannon on. anymore. It's, it's a been, bunch of broken It's been glass. glued back together. He's practicing. Relax. How's Quentin Nelson doing as well? Also uh, practicing. Uh, oh, oh, so they're practicing. That's Both our of them level. have returned to practice. Well, you know, you know, practice makes both better. of them so have returned to practice. Seven, Seventeen and zero is on the Indianapolis dubbed a team that a team that we didn't mention because they might actually have a quarterback. But Indianapolis, a team that for a while has been perpetually a quarterback away, we're hoping to solve their quarterback conundrum on the cheap, and then he died, and maybe he's not dead. <laughs> um, it, it'll be interesting to see if Carson Wentz can rebound. Philly interesting is one word. Philly, or, Philly or was Phil, toxic. Philip Rivers comes back um, halfway through the year. But Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz, since the injuries, has not been the Carson Wentz that he looked like his first couple years. Man, I'm so and, sad. I was so wrong. Well, it was, <sighs> it was so good. And then I know. He, bro, so he, he was MVP and then got hurt. And it's terrible it, all it's, the time. Injuries can do that. I mean, sometimes players do not recover. And, and Indy really needs him to recover and be uh, – a shell of what he was. I'm not even kidding. He is like Ben Roethlisberger if Big Ben didn't have Jerome Bettis his, first, his like first three years. What does that even mean? What? 
He's he he gets hit just as much. He's just as big and gets brutalized. And Big Ben, after he didn't have a running game anymore, started to become off injured all the time. Yeah, but Big Ben Carson is like Wentz big and tough, and Carson Wentz yeah. is like fragile and uh, yeah, big big and soft. <laughs> you hold on. So you're telling me that over the last like five seasons, Big Ben is big and tough. He's old. Well, what no, do you okay, want? No, you're right. The last five, he's old. Carson he's Wentz is still young. He's 50 years old. You don't heal the but same. At, at this age, Big Ben was still hey, winning look, Super Bowls. I just have a bit Carson's of an age. issue with alleged rapists. That's all. Oh, my. Why are we even doing this? Anyway, Indy, Indy has injury issues. If they can stay healthy, they're a decent team. Not Derrick Rose, they're though. Probably, they're definitely in the playoff picture. Even if they are not, even if they don't have a quarterback, I don't even, who is the backup there right now? I don't even know who their backup Curtis is. Curtis Painter, back from the dead. No, Jacob Eason. It's Jacob Eason. <laughs> no, right? it's Curtis Painter. It's definitely Jacob Eason. Um, it's a pretty which is a ginger-looking blonde Which is the problem. Seen. That would not be good if Jacob Eason has to Curtis take snaps. Payne. But the first their roster is good. They're very similar. They're very similar to Denver in that regard. Um, no, I disagree with that. I don't like. And, and they get they all. get free wins by virtue of getting to play the Jags and getting to play the Texans. That's true. So, However, so. this is this is something I did want to mention. When it comes to okay, first off, fantasy purposes, do not touch Jonathan Taylor. Don't touch him. I know disagree. you're going to be thinking. I disagree. No, but he doesn't have Quentin Nelson. No way. It doesn't no matter. way. He's going to be that their offense regardless. There, and he's amazing. Is, he is incredible. Okay, so, we drafted bum ass. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know my nah. uh, if my offer, okay. if my strategy Look, is take him off your. No, board. I didn't say that, but at what he is gonna go for, Sound like good. fifty to sixty bucks in auction and in top five well, rounds. No, but nobody no, plays nobody auction. Nobody does auction so. except you. <laughs> don't lead with that. Gentlemen, he's, it was a, is, it was a great time <laughs> with you. I'll see you next week. He, he is gonna go <laughs> late first round in real drafts. No, okay, but away from fantasy things, one thing, other thing outside of, I personally would not touch Jonathan Taylor. Um, if you are better, bet the Tennessee over. Bet the Tennessee over. They are. I was try, I was trying to tell you. They are you. going. Well, look, it's not even necessarily what their record doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be a Super Bowl team or even an AFC title team. All it means is that they have baked in five wins in this division. Already, six, six wins. They're sweeping. I don't. Six wins. I so I I don't. We got to see their defense, right? So that's the big question mark in Tennessee. Is is how can their defense take a step? No, they use my strategy. You burn the clock. Never have to have the defense out on the field. Let's go. <laughs> they have. They even took Julio Jones for the run blocking. They have a mad, <laughs> they have a Madden level <laughs> offense, like it's like a franchise right. mode level offense. It's so they're they're, they're pretty good at Madden. Can, can it's <laughs> so pretty good. good. It, it it's I, there's just there's no holes, right? You have a you have a good offensive line up front. You have a dual threat quarterback. I mean, it's literally a Madden offense. You have a dual, dual threat, threat quarterback, quarterback with a, with enough. Why are you Why know. are you saying that? Like he wasn't a literal wide receiver and runs like a freaking four five. Ryan Tannehill? Yeah. He might be. I don't. I, 
they don't use him. Well, that's what I'm like, saying. He, he moves more he, than he's, Tom he's Brady. He's mobile, but I would, I, I would never say he's one of the fastest quarterbacks. Yeah, I wouldn't say he is one of the fastest I know, quarterbacks. But, they don't, in the NFL. but what good is the speed if you don't use him? Whenever the pocket breaks down, he uses it. It's not like he is a statue. How often are the easy ever like that's like saying Aaron Rodgers is a dual threat quarterback? He's no, not. It's he can not. run, but it, like I would think if that Ryan Tannehill and Aaron Rodgers raced, him. Aaron Rodgers would be crossing the fifty as Ryan Tannehill's in the end zone. So Ryan Tannehill last year was uh, ninth in rushing yards for a Thank quarterback. You. I think. Hold on. I mean, but that's not a dual. You wouldn't say. Yeah. Wait, how many yards though? Ryan? Hold on. Let me see, because I'm. Uh, where are you at? Oh, no, he was actually 13th. I was looking at something else. 13th, and he has, there you are, Ryan, Tennessee, 266 rushing yards last year. You don't have to run 100 designed runs for a quarterback for him to be a dual threat quarterback. That's not even it. That's just not Do you that know the impressive. definition of threat? It doesn't mean that you are constantly right, like, doing it. Like, so Carson once was He has a, that... Ability. He, he has that aspect to his game. Anyway, we're getting yeah. way caught up in the little things. He is absolutely a dual threat quarterback. It is absurd to call well, him no, anything not. else. <laughs> it's but, absurd to call him a dual threat oh quarterback. Nobody thinks of Ryan he, Tannehill he, that way. He, he he's a quarterback who is faster than Tom Brady and Baker. Oh my god. There we go. Yep, I'll accept that. Thank you, Ryan. That is an amicable compromise. Oh my god. They have the offensive line. They have a quarterback. They have one of the best, quote unquote, one of the best bell cows. One of the best bell cows in the NFL. They have one, one of so on, the top. I would say so on 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 that though. It just because be it's probably a conversation you've heard for you know one or two years at least. Do you think? Do you worry about the Derrick Henry running back? Nope. Sorry. No, not not with Julio Jones blocking for him. Let's go. So they're gonna they're gonna throw the they're gonna throw the ball more this year. Um. They're not going to run it. I know, but you just worry times. like because of his because of his workload, and obviously yeah. it's Derrick Henry. He's he's probably one of the best running backs ever. He's a monster. Like, so I I mean he's he's, he's so big and he's not that old yet. What is he? 27, 28? How, how old is Derrick Henry? Game by He's our age. Oh, Goodness. don't put it in those terms. We're so yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. How, how does that make you feel? We're so <laughs> old. It makes it, make, it makes me feel very small. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it just makes me feel old. Does that make you? How does that make you feel at United Mortgage and Mule oh, flag he's, football? He's literally <laughs> nine, born the same year as me. God dang it. Yeah, he's 27. Um, oh, man. But That's this, so this guy's a monster. He's he's young. I, I He is built for uh, the wear young. and tear. Stop lying. We're old oh. and dying. He's, he's, he's older than me by two months. He's older than me by nine months. But uh, <laughs> That's going to be mad if you He's younger. younger than Dylan, I think. Yeah, he is. Dylan's, Dylan's old as dirt. Uh, I feel like it too. <laughs> it happen, it oh, happens man. when we're no, all I, family. I, I, I'm not worried about the wear and tear yet. Uh, eventually, it'll it'll catch up. It does to all running backs, but he's he's the built 378 carries. Last he's year. he's built for this. I, I don't think it's going to be an issue. Uh, they have the best one-two receiver set in the NFL. On top of it, um, they did they did lose Jonu Smith. Uh, but I actually, I actually like Fersker. Um, I don't think he's that bad of a player. Certainly serviceable within that offense. Um, I, I don't. I just don't see them having offensive weakness. 
anywhere. The problem is not is not the offense. It's like this is going to be a little cliche, but like for real. That's what I led with. Uh, yeah. That's what I led they're, with. They're, they're all, yeah, for sure. Well, their coaching staff is the the issue. I, I, oh, I like Rayburn. No. Are you talking about the others, or do you not? I'm like talking Rayburn? about what what this team really cares about, which is the playoffs. I am concerned about Vrabel in close games. I'm very concerned about it. Why? He, Why are we concerned? Oh, you you got turned off because he lost the uh, He he has shown the propensity to show up small in those moments. They should not have lost to Baltimore. He has been to use a yeah. to use a Paul term. He's been a bit of a bitch boy, and I'm. Not into mm, that. To, he, he's Matt Lafleur, AFC is what. Ah, uh, no, I think Matt Lafleur is a better coach. It, what? Yeah. What is I, happening? I, I won't stutter on that. That's that's. Oh my goodness. Um, I, I I'm not worried about their coaching staff. Coaching staff is fine. Uh, I'm worried about their defense. I'm still worried about their defense. Yeah, are you are you worried they can't get COVID under control? Because they had that outbreak. That's last a, year hey, that's coaching right there. Players. On. Yeah, that's right. V- well, vaccinated too. Hey, by the way, Paul, if. Tannehill's such a dual-threat quarterback. How come he couldn't outrun COVID? Uh, neither could Lamar. This is the ultimate. <laughs> it's fucking... uh, it, it, dual-threat quarterbacks are clearly more susceptible to COVID, actually. So <laughs> Did, Lamar's had it twice, hasn't he? Yeah, and he's still... Yeah, and he's, he's still doing personal at, research. At this point, <laughs> but at idiot. this point, I mean, the odds of him getting it's it a third time... I've ever felt. The odds of him getting it a third time have got to be astronomically low. Vaccination are, are, are the odds not. of him getting caught from behind, but guess what? <laughs> Wait, Paul, to be fair, he's also gotten in that situation twice now. If anything, the odds are very high that he's going to be in that situation again. I mean, what? it's like he's having COVID parties. <laughs> like, so if you're sick, let's hang out. I'm gonna, him, him, gonna, and, him and Don both. Only, only he's, he's going. Him he's going the, to the. He's he's part of the antibodies. <laughs> he's going to the COVID strip bar. Oh, oh my god! All right, can, can we move on to a much? So more Tennessee's winning the division. division. Does anyone oppose? I'm I'm telling you, do the over. They are going to hit the over. I don't care what the number. All right, six and zero in division. <laughs> They're walking <laughs> away. Said, I don't care. It doesn't it matter. Uh, now so let's go to we the got fun we got Tennessee unanimous Tennessee. Yeah. Uni- we were unanimous on KC. Um, this yep. is very boring so far. Uh, we, not we, let's anymore. Po- it's not. Let's pop to the <laughs> AFC North. Um, uh, I think I, I, I think. Well, I just I, I I think this one's really quick actually because I think anybody that actually watches the sport knows that the Browns are winning this division. Hey. Yeah, even though they've been frauds every year in their entire. Existence. We're not doing this again. We're not. So we do every week. Lamar got away with two of the most criminal passes of all time, and they only won by three points. I don't want to hear it. And and the Browns got away with being the Browns. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. This is all right. No, let's start this. Let's start this. This is fine. I will start. You got away with bum ass Baker Uh, Mayfield. Hey, you know what's. And they're going to have Odell this year. They're immediately going nine and eight. Okay. Jesus Christ! You're going. You're I, out of control. I, I, hold on. I, I have to. I I actually appreciate the Odell comment. I'm not. A, I'm not though. I'm not an OPG no, fan. No. Okay. This is where I am going to divert from you a, a bad little trade. bit. I, I think we both agreed that him not being there last year helped Baker out. However, I am in the inverse. I actually think he is going to have a resurgent year. This is good. Well, it can't be worse. No, I, I, look, I'm uh, I'm saying back to what people were expecting of him because well, this he is, will never what? ever be what people hold, expected. Hold if you want to say that he okay. can be a wide receiver one again, as in like the best that, wide receiver on a team, I will allow that. 
I will. I would say that he is going to be the best receiver in division, which should isn't that high of a mantle, but it's still worthy of enough praise. I uh, for for one thing that would that would be sad. I think you're right though. Definitely. You got Juju. You got Juju, Deontay Johnson, T. Yeah. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and Hollywood. <laughs> no, nobody. Right. Leaving out Chase Claypool is Claypool got awful. hurt. Why would you pretty, do that? Claypool got hurt. I believe he's sitting out the first. He's fine. He's fine. I don't know. What? That's not gospel. He did I don't, not. I don't. He not that he got, hurt. He, he got hurt in their last game. That's all don't I know Don't listen for to sure. him, people. Anyways, I'm going to actually do this now, please. And then Ryan's going to rebuttal. And it's going to be hilarious because I'm going to have football reasons and he's not. So. That's a big assumption. Here's the thing about the Browns. I've been alluding to this already, but I legitimately believe that out of every team in the AFC, the Browns are by far the closest challenger to Kansas City because they have the one antidote to Kansas City's, basically Kansas City's entire gameplay style. Cleveland is a, if you like old school football, that is literally what their their entire roster is around. They have two running backs that are going to get at least 150 maybe even 200 carries each depends on how Chubb's health goes they have a fantastic receiving core for the quarterback they have that is very important their receiving core in and of itself is not phenomenal but it is very good to fit Baker's play style the tight end position fits exactly what their scheme is supposed to be Kevin uh, Stefanski I believe I, I think I'm right on his last name he has been great the first year Second year, they did the one thing that I asked them to have. Their defense was the worst, specifically in pass coverage in the NFL last year. It is infinitely better. They, they, that is the unit this year out of all the NFL that has improved the most, is the Browns' defensive unit. They got uh, Owasu, I believe is his last name, from Notre Dame. Is that correct? Who, who's the guy, second-round linebacker that they got? It was like a steal. Oh, J-O-K, yeah. Yeah. He, they got him for yeah. their linebacking core. They got John uh, Johnson. Is it John Johnson? Is that right? The third from the Rams? Something like that. I think it's Josh. But Either yeah. way, double J Johnson uh, in the secondary. Oh, Brad Holmes. Special. And on top of that, they also get back Grant Delpit, who was out all of last year. Denzel Ward has improved greatly as a cornerback. And they have... Outside of Aaron Donald, the best defensive player in the NFL, in Miles Garrett. And I just, I, I, Brian, you're going to have a hard time with me arguing how Baltimore, with a infinitely worse roster in my purview, how they are going to be able to, number one, stop the rushing attack that Cleveland is going to have because you knock off one head, you got Kareem Hunt right afterwards, and there's no slowdown. And then you have a defense that has improved so much and is – I would argue, perfectly built to stop Lamar. You have an edge rusher that is going to get to him right away, and their secondary, which was the one thing that Baltimore exploited because for some reason Cleveland last year could not get ducks out of the air, will not happen this year. I don't see any way that Cleveland doesn't, at the very least, win the division. I have them as a dark horse to win the AFC. I, so I like a lot of what uh, Cleveland did this year. Nick Chubb's obviously a monster. I would say that there's a very big drop-off between Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, and not that Kareem Hunt really, no isn't good. I just think Nick Chubb is, like, head and shoulders 
better. And if you're a defense and you're going to say one of these guys can take carries, 10 times out of 10, you're, you're going to ask for that to be Kareem Hunt. Um, and I like the signing of Judavian Clowney a lot, especially with Miles Garrett on the other side, where I look, and I, I just like Clowney since he's been in the league, even though he's kind of been a disappointment. But you do get him in these one-on-one situations. So if you get him on third-down passing situations, um, you know, you kind of really can't double-team anybody. And if you are, it's not Jadavian Clowney, and he's probably just going to overpower you uh, at this point. And I do think Cleveland's going to be really good. I really like Baltimore's coaching staff just so much better than I than I like Cleveland's. Um, and they've been a team who, in the regular season the last two years, I think they've had 14 wins. I don't know what they had last year, probably like 12. Um, so they're you know they're going to rack up wins. And they did lose Orlando Brown, um, but they brought in Kevin Zeitler, who, you know, he, he is a guard. So to what you were saying earlier, where maybe they let go of a tackle because they're not so keen on the passing game. Um, obviously, they did beef up their protection in the running game by bringing in a guy like Zeitler. And I still don't love their receivers, but they did bring in Sammy Watkins. Um, I think it should help. I'm I'm still not, not thrilled about their receiving core. Uh, obviously, they have Marlon Humphrey, who we went back and forth about, uh, you know, the other day. But definitely like a top five cornerback, you know, top three, probably top one to some people. You still have uh, you still have Marcus Peters. Um, <laughs> and I think they resigned, you know, like Derek Wolf on the defensive line. They still they, I believe they have Calais Campbell, too. So the defense, while I had some issues with it last year, I do think that another um, – I do think that another year with that defense and just the pieces that they added should hopefully make it a little bit more um, more cohesive. But it's really the, the coaching staff and the fact that we've seen the Ravens do this before, at least in the regular season, where they're guaranteed, you know, with the 17th game, I would say 11 wins is probably the floor for them um, with the potential to obviously get like 12 or 13. And it will be a dogfight, you know, no pun intended, with, with the dog pound with Cleveland. But, I mean, you look at the other two teams in this division, right? You have the Steelers, who I think they'll probably still be like a – they'll be a tough team to play. I don't know that they're going to pull out so many wins, but I don't know that they're going to be rollovers either. Um, and then the Bengals, who are probably two oh, – definitely boy. two free wins for uh, for Baltimore and, and for Cleveland. What a disaster for but. them to be. <laughs> I just, just – I still can't understand the audacity of having – a division where Miles Garrett, Calais Campbell, and uh, for let's see, that would be T.J. Watt for Pittsburgh Steelers, and you decide to go with a wide receiver who has the drops, who has the assaults, and then also has the mental wear. Well, he didn't. He didn't have the assault <laughs> at the time. <laughs> I'm just saying. I I mean, I keep being like validated which i'm not even i am not saying that y'all didn't disagree with me but i don't know if i've ever hit something more on the head than how poor that decision was good god cincinnati is if it weren't for jacksonville that is the team who i would pick to be two three wins at most the only reason why they won't be the worst in the nfl is because jacksonville's worse than them uh, I would say so. Just back to the Ravens. Obviously, I think Lamar is a better quarterback than Baker. I'm sure you. Oh my God! Now, I, I look. All kidding aside, I legitimately do not agree with that. Who would ever I, agree I with I that? I didn't think you did. Ever. What do you mean? No. You uh, mean? Okay. No. The fuck? I think okay. that. I no. 
Paul, I think that on surface... No, you're right. No, you're right. <laughs> on surface, I think a lot of people, especially Colin Coward, would probably gr- agree with Ryan. But, uh, but no, but <laughs> because everybody thinks of Baker, Baker as being, like, this undeveloped guy. But, like, last year, especially after OBJ went out, like, you can't deny he improved a lot. He has made major strides. It, he He's not, like, a top... Eight quarterback, but he is definitely good enough to where he is going can, to be a plus for that team. Can Baker Mayfield find a second option three seconds after the snap and deliver the ball within 15 yards of him? Yes or no? Okay, this is not this is not a healthy. Answer the question. Yes or no, Dylan? Is that probably Dylan? Not. Can he do that? Can I'm sorry. Rephrase that again. Can Baker Mayfield find a second option three seconds after the snap and deliver a ball within 15 yards of it? I mean, first off, you don't even need to throw the 15 yards in, but yes, absolutely can. But to okay, be fair, then he's a better quarterback also, than Lamar Jackson. But, then, but I would also argue there is one thing that you can say about Cleveland low-key adding in Jack Conklin onto that roster is one of the best roster moves, I would argue, of the last three years. It's yep, really beefing up the offensive line. Good move. Specifically Shocking. him, though. Like, specifically yeah. for their scheme. They grabbed the best offensive lineman out of the state of Michigan in the last 25 yeah. years. Oh, my God. That's I would, uh, Are you sure about that? That's not – it's yes. not like Jack is awesome. Yeah, you know, but bus-ass Jake Long. Oh, yeah, I guess Jake Long it would be a part of that. Yeah, all right. It, look, or Taylor yeah, if you're basing Lund, it off, who's been phenomenal. No, but, I would okay. take Jack. But, oh, uh, rape enabled. Well, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think that matters now. <laughs> no, I – Look, I, I would say that the problem when you talk about Jack Conklin is that it depends on your scheme. Like, for Cleveland, he's infinitely more valuable than Taylor Lewan would be, but it's because of scheme. But either way... And because he's a better player. Because but Jack they, Conklin... They also fits. play a different position. But regardless... Well, uh, but you get what I, I mean. He's just I a love better Cleveland. fit for what they are. Um, as far as... Like you said, old school team, right? Um, oh, if, yeah. if Cleveland If Cleveland throws the ball more than... 40% of their snaps, they're doing something extremely wrong. But they have shown that they're kicked. able to win even uh, though that – if that happens. Well, no, it's not that they can't. It's that you have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, and I just don't know why you would. Oh, I, I guess if you throw to Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt, I will count that as a rush. Um, I don't – Fair. You have, you have Jarvis Landry. You have OBJ. You have um, – oh, my God. No, the tight end that I like. Uh, oh, I can't uh, Hooper. Name. Oh, my God. Austin yeah, Hooper. Austin Hooper. Um, you, they have Njoku, you, right? Uh, I, I honestly don't even know if he's still on the roster, but he's irrelevant. So, I, I, Well, yeah, like is. Hooper is a better He, he, he doesn't play. matter in this equation. Uh, they have options to throw to when they need to, and I think Baker's yeah, he's fine. Still on I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Baker's like a top eight quarterback or anything, but, no, I think but he's, 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 he's a fine quarterback. He's growing still. Um, he plays within the system, and uh, he has probably the most underrated arm in the NFL. Uh, I don't know why he has the perception people think like Baker doesn't. You don't have, know like, why because one of the arm. biggest sports personalities tried to smear him before he even played a game. I yeah, but I don't know what that has to do with his arm talent, which is actually very good. Because um, because everyone's going to ignore that because he was throwing his junk at the Kansas Jayhawks. I I guess. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Baker Mayfield, fine quarterback. Maybe. They have are, are fixing up the offensive line. Um, they have the best running back tandem, like, ever. I mean, honestly, like. All right, not ever, but. I don't. 
maybe. Who's had a better running back tandem in the last 30 years? Seriously. Joyke Bell. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, it's absurd. And these guys are both in their prime and both complete monsters. I mean, imagine drafting Sony Michelle over Nick Chubb, by the way. Imagine making that roster decision. Because that happened, IRL. Um, oh, but shit, no, I. Right. Yeah, I know. It was really stupid wow. at the time That's and wild. looks even worse in hindsight. Uh, but to Saving the Browns. Matthew Stafford, though. To, to the Browns' benefit. So, it, <laughs> it uh, no, I, I really like what they bring. I, I think they easily win the division. Um, Baltimore. Uh, stop. Not easily. I mean, it's going to be like one or two game difference. I. I think they easily win the division. I don't think it takes like them winning four straight at the end of the season or something. I don't think it takes a comeback. I don't think they have to come back from three touchdowns against Baltimore to steal. Like I, I think they easily win the division. Um, I don't think Baltimore is going to be like awful, awful, and I don't. I, Baltimore should be a playoff team and lose as they do in the playoffs. But I, they haven't. It's not like they've improved a ton. I mean, you drafted Rashad Bateman, who is not even going to play for a good chunk of the season now. Uh, already the best receiver on your roster. That's yeah, I mean, he's hurt. <laughs> also not true, um, but he's not even going to play like the first X amount of the season. He's a rookie. He's already going to be behind. And then far enough down on the depth chart that Lamar will literally never see him anyway on the field. So I I don't – their defense is really good. Their coaching staff is good. Um, but you got Lamar Jackson. And you don't have an offense that can get it done against good teams in crunch time. So it, it really doesn't matter. Um, it, it's going to be cute. Lamar is going to run for a bunch of yards. He's going to be efficient with touchdowns. And it's not going to matter because against good teams, they can't get it done. So they're just a cute, That's fun right. Touchdowns fun don't matter. Team. I always said it. Uh, much, much better in Madden than real life. Um, they'll, they'll finish That's second division. Case, fight, for a wa- fight for a wild card play. Fight for a wild card, bro. Jesus. Um Oh, the rest of the division. You don't even believe it. You can't say it. What? Stop it. I said you don't even believe it. You can't the, say it. The real interesting part is the Steelers because no. the Steelers no. are incredibly no. volatile. No. What? They, no. They're, what? No. They lost Bud Dupree and their quarterback is washed. I'm, I'm, I'm not interested in even pretending what? they'll be anything better than 7 and 10, 8 and 9. Uh, their quarterback looks pretty healthy, at least right now. I don't know if you've watched anything of him recently, uh, but he looks. I don't know if you've been to the club bathrooms at all. He's he, he looks. <laughs> he looks pretty healthy right now. I don't know if it's going to hold up. I mean, that arm could well, fall apart at any time. If it also um, it, depends if he's going to ride a motorcycle or not. What? That's how Big Bang got his first injury. He had a major mo- motorcycle crash. Oh, it didn't like happen at the urinal? What, that was, like, afterwards. That was, like, a thing that, like, brought attention to that. Um, no, the, I... I, I th- regardless of his of what you think of his current condition, um, this is an extremely volatile team. Uh, they're going to be a very good defense. How good... I disagree with that. You disagree that they're going to be very good. Well, they're going to... They lost their best you defensive can, player. You can be wrong. TJ Watt lost- is still there. Devin Bush Bud is still there. Is a better pass rusher than him, and he's gone okay, now. Okay, but that doesn't make him a better defensive player. There's more to defensive play than rushing the passer. I, when I refer to those things, I refer to specifically their scheme. Not having him is a major loss. I, everyone loses major. players. They're, they're going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Not, not uh, with the roster this shitty. They, their roster is – oh, my God. Their roster is good. Like, their offensive line is average. 
They have what could Pouncey be Pouncey just retired. What could be a nice running back room. They have one of the best trios of wide receivers in the NFL, which granted, not nearly as important. Wide receiver, eh, it's not super important, but they have a really good receiving room. If Big Ben can stay healthy, because he is healthy right now, and he is throwing the ball with a little bit of zip, enough anyway. I mean, we've seen Tom Brady win a Super Bowl last year, and it's not like he's throwing it like he's 25 again. So compare is, the two is laughable. It, it is, oh my goodness. I, I literally just comparing the velocity on their passes, which is super reasonable. That's what I age. heard about Philip Rivers, and look what happened last year. I didn't say anything about Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers has <laughs> fallen off a long time. But I heard, I'm just saying I heard the same commentary. The defense oh, man, he's is, rejuvenated. The defense is going to be very good if Big Ben can hold it together, which I don't even know. I don't know if he can. That's why I say it's a super volatile he team. He can't. Spoiler alert. If they won the division – it would not be no. like, oh, my God, how did this happen? No. If they won five games, it would not be, oh, my God, how did this happen? That's such a Their range variance. of outcomes. That's what I'm, That's my whole point. Their no, specific, this team's the range division, of outcomes no way. Is, no is absurd. Um, they're probably, I mean, it's a tough division, right? So if, we, if you buy into at all, which I do, that the Steelers are a good football team, at least a good football team, which – Again, I do. I don't know where Ryan stands on the issue. I think they're a good football team. This division. The Steelers? Yes. No. Oh, my goodness. Just Paul, Paul, every single one of your GM picks is kind of having a bad 2021, it's going to look like. It's almost like they need quarterbacks. Oh, my God. It's almost like anyway. It, maybe, maybe they should get some. <laughs> I, I think I think this will be a very interesting division. I think the race for second place will be very interesting in this division. I do think Cleveland is going to win the division, but I think it's going to be a dogfight. I think you're going to have a lot of good games. You just said and that out. Cleveland was going to win the division handily, and now you're saying it's going to be a dogfight. The games, the games themselves. Okay, the the week in and week out battle. I, division. Right, all right. All right. All right. All right. The team that I don't care about in the slightest is Cincinnati because they're just a dumpster fire. They are um, the worst run franchise they're in the NFL. Bottom five team in the NFL, probably. Um, bottom, bottom two. If it wasn't well, for Jacksonville, they'd I'm, be bottom. You got Jacksonville. You then got Pittsburgh. You have the Texans. Lions. You have the Lions in the mix. Like there's, no, there's some no, really bad. No, teams. no, no, no. To compare the Lions to Cincy, is, it, no, I'm not doing that. No way. I mean, Cincy probably is a better quarterback if he can get over his injury. No, they they're not going to have a quarterback by October. He's going to be dead. Neither, neither are we. We keep tool at right tackle. That is. Oh boy. That is also fair. Will you stop? Huh? Although yeah, they should be, the they should be playing him at left. Um, I don't, I don't understand. You can see David Blau. By as I said, I don't uh, understand famously, why they're playing him at right tackle. It, but as I said famously on the Wojo and Rieger program, uh, the reason why they're starting him. There, <laughs> No, but if, all kidding aside, the reason why Dan and Clark, this is this is like NFL common practice is that you you put your linemen at right tackle first. You don't throw them to left tackle right away. It's it's, like it's also common practice in the NFL to throw quarterbacks that aren't anywhere close to ready just right into the starting lineup. It doesn't make it a hey, good decision. Hey, I, all I'm saying is that it's not like out of the. Re- I'm not saying it's a good strategy or not. All I'm saying is that it's not like unheard of. So I'm saying it's play. bad, and the problem is they don't want to put Decker on the right side because he still can't run block seven years into his career. <laughs> uh, only thing, only 
Well, d- don't run the ball. You haven't for 10 okay, years. Okay, so hey, we're still in the AMC. Only thing Paul, no, we I have run it. One, we just haven't run it well. I do have one contention that I did say, and I'm pretty sure Ryan's going to disagree with me about it, but I, 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 as I said before, out of all of the teams in the AFC, I think that Cleveland is the one that is most primed to overcome Kansas City in the playoffs. I would say Cleveland is probably third on my list. I have Baltimore higher obviously because we just talked about them and then i have the bills higher uh than cleveland as well and with the bills we should probably get into the afc east because not only the bills but the patriots have been making a lot of uh news for kind of both the right and and wrong reasons with what they got going on with their uh you know their quarterback situation real quick i me and dylan both obviously have cleveland walking to a division title do you still have the ravens Mm-hmm. I don't think it's easy, though. I think it's probably like a one-game difference. You just can't let them like go. Like 12-5 and five versus 11-6. and six. You just can't let them go. No, I think both teams are really good. But <laughs> I, th- I, like I said, you know, when we were talking about it, I think Baltimore's floor is probably 11 wins because that's just what they do in the regular season is they, they win games. Um, so to anybody to walk to a division title, um, I don't see that happening, Like right? Like especially anybody else. Um, like last year, they both had 11 wins. Baltimore played one less game because of COVID, which is what I uh, I found I found out. Unless unless uh, Lamar just didn't play in that game because I guess I only looked at uh, his kind of his record and his stats. Um, but it was they at least had 11 wins, and then Cleveland definitely had 11 wins. I mean, I know Lamar uh, definitely so kind of tried to get them to forfeit games. <laughs> he did his best. Probably, and he's doing doing the same thing he this year. Did his best. <laughs> Ad- admirable. Anything to get some rest. So. <laughs> but, no, I, th- I think it's going to be a fight. I, as everybody has known, Buffalo was my adopted second team. Still is, but I will tell you I am vastly disappointed. In Seventh this team. This, this is just disappointing, the way that they – dealt with their offseason. Their running game has not tangibly improved. All they did was throw Josh Allen a bunch of money, and now they have the distraction of their dumbass wide receiver making it so Stephon Diggs is going to get too many targets because that's actually going to be a thing. He's going to get thrown to so much, he may actually quit by the end of the year. (laughs) And on top of that, their defense didn't improve. Like Cleveland actually did something to tangibly make their defense better. But can you really say that Buffalo's defense is more primed to defeat Kansas City this year compared to last year? I don't think so. I think they threw too much money at Matt Milano instead of letting him go. They prioritized the wrong things. And on top of that, all their secondary players that were very good at one time, they're all a year older at this point. Buffalo, to me, I'll be honest, they're like third or fourth most likely to beat Kansas City in a playoff situation. There is a part of me that thinks that Los Angeles is more capable of beating Kansas City than Buffalo is. I know that's probably reactionary. Los Angeles anger. Chargers? Chargers, yes. Yeah, I don't... No, that's a... St- I mean, they got... Nah, that's a stretch for me. They got the DBs, but... So, I, I am similarly, as far as true AFC contention... I'm down on Buffalo for similar reasons. Um, I don't think their defense is good enough uh, unless they take strides that you're not assuming they take based on paper. And 
You mentioned the running game, the lack thereof, outside of Josh Allen's legs. Um, Outside of Josh Allen, who runs the ball probably, honestly, more than you want him to. Uh, at least for sustained success, especially against the better teams. Um, it's nice that's, to have that's it. That's why they got Mitch. It, it's nice to have it in the holster, but it's not something you want to want to use all the time. And they have to because their offense is super one-dimensional. Now, I will say that very one-dimensional offense was awesome last year. It's not like it was bad off. It's very, very good offense. Uh, Josh Allen went from still developing to MVP candidate, uh, just torching everybody through the air and on the ground. Uh, you assume that he can keep up his progression as a passer, which he has progressed wonderfully. Um, but it wouldn't be a surprise if he took a slight step back just because he was so good last year. Not that he's going to be a worse quarterback. He was just so good last year, even through the air. Um, and it just improvement, wild improvement across the board from accuracy to touch to reading the defense, getting the ball out on time, like, I mean, he made huge, huge strides, which we all knew that he could. He had all the tools coming in. It was just how quickly can he develop and will he develop because plenty of raw quarterbacks have busted out. We saw very well he, he's pretty much hit that ceiling that we all thought he could possibly get to. And that's great, but when you're in the playoffs, when you're playing a team like Kansas City, uh, you got to be able to attack them in different ways. Um, and especially if you're going to be a one-dimensional offense – when you don't have all the weapons, and it's not that they don't have weapons, they just don't have enough if that's how you're going to run the offense. And we already talked how many times receiver, not like super valuable. So you have Stephon Diggs, and that's awesome. But all right, so I got to bracket Stephon Diggs. Beat me another way. Uh, put, put, a spy, put a spy on Josh Allen. Like, there, there's not a whole uh, – if they don't get a running game going, if their offensive line doesn't run block better – for the backs that they have, if they, if other guys don't step up, if Cole Beasley decides that he doesn't want to play football this year, um, they have some issues. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying they can't be KC. I mean, you're kind of saying they like can't be KC in the I, playoffs. No chance, no chance in the. I, I'm not going to say that because one, it's the NFL, but two, um, their offense is good enough that. It only takes a couple things to break their way uh, to win a game. They can win a shootout, especially if there's a unfortunate turnover or two or something that swings the game, a big special teams play. Like, they could win. They can win. Is that impossible? Ryan, I mean, okay. I, May I ask you both a question, though? And this is something that I have a – I'm struggling with, okay? I argued even last year – and I remember when we were doing the playoffs for this, I said that Cleveland was going to play a closer game than Buffalo was. Last year in the playoffs, Cleveland lost in Kansas City by five points. Buffalo, if you watch that game, the Buffalo-KC AFC title game was never close, but they lost by, I believe, 11 or 10 points, something like that. It was double digits, though. And so I guess I'm not... I'm not doing the transitive property, but what I am going to contend is that Cleveland lost by five points to Kansas City and markedly improved their their team overall this offseason. Buffalo lost by double digits mm. in a game that was never close, and you can easily argue they are going to be roster-wise worse than last year. How is it exactly that Buffalo is supposed to somehow 
play Kansas City better when they weren't able to with a roster that, uh, for all intents and purposes, is was better than what this year's is going to be. I have a hard time with that. I, I don't know, and I don't know about the uh, the KC in Buffalo. It game, was not, but close. at least in the KC in the Browns game. Like, Kansas City was up by two scores for most of the game. The last eight minutes, it was close. And eight minutes is obviously enough to, to swing a game. But they were up, you know, 22-10, to 19-3. What seemed like most of the game. So I don't know that that game was super, super close either. Even though in the end, uh, you know, the score would absolutely have you believe that it was a it was All a I will score. say when it comes to the Cleveland game is that the Cleveland KC game, the reason why it was closer is because of exactly what I said, where Cleveland's game style slowed Kansas City down. I, I mean, there is something to be said for on the road. They were able to hold Kansas City to 22 points with the defense that they had, which statistically was horrendous last year. Like, they were god-awful. But I think you give Cleveland a little too much credit for how much they improved this offseason. Not that they didn't improve. I just I think you're... Putting a step on them that I don't know if they can take. And this is where let I want to talk about division real quick because Buffalo still has to win their division. Um, Miami, not ready, probably. Um, they'll be a fun team to watch. Uh, should win seven, eight games. Um, but probably not ready, probably for the playoffs. But they'll be, if they could get in the picture, like. Four games down the road, they're still mathematically in it. Like, that'd be four games to go, sorry. That'd be fun. That'd be a good step for them. Um, but they're not ready. Uh, you have the Jets are, are an City abomination. The, um, or New England. the Jets are not, they're not going to do anything this year. Um, I think the Jets in the future could be a really good team. Because um, I think they have a really awesome quarterback that I really, really wish that we could have done anything to get. Um, but and, and I think they have a good coaching staff that I also wish we had gotten. I'm very, I, have, I have big jet envy, actually, this offseason. But this year, another probably bottom five NFL team. Um, not, not good at all. Going to be very bad. Uh, honestly, I don't see the Jets winning more than one game in division. Um, I, I would be very surprised if they won more than a game in division. Uh, I might take one off of Miami or New England. Um, they also might go winless in division. It's not a good football team, I, and that's not a hot take. What I do think is interesting is I think New England could be sneaky solid. I am not – I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. I mean, they should be favored. And if I have to pick under my head, I'm going to say Buffalo because there's less question marks. But I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that Buffalo wins this division. Um, they make the playoffs, for sure, if Josh Allen, as long as Josh Allen's healthy um, and nothing catastrophic happens. But I, I don't think at all it's a foregone conclusion they win this division. Um, I think New England's defense is going to be really, really good. Um, New England has a ton of players at their disposal that they did not have last year. Uh, whether COVID or injury or opt-outs or otherwise. Um, their offensive line has some hogs on it. I think that you're actually going to see one of the better running games you've seen in New England in a long time. And whether Cam Newton gets better 
as far as better than he was last year, or they end up turning the team over to Mac Jones, which I, I don't know if or when that would happen, but it's a possibility. I think either outcome gives them better quarterback play than they had last season, in part because they have a better supporting cast for that quarterback this season, whoever it is, at whichever point. Um, I expect Cam Newton to start at the beginning of this season. I, I don't know if he's going to make it through the whole season. But regardless, I think quarterback play will be improved. I, I think that their offensive line is going to be sneaky good, and I think their defense is going to be super good. And I'm not, I don't care that they don't have a bunch of pass catchers. Um, I, I did like the two, uh, the additions of two really solid tight ends. Um, and I, I like the way that they're building their offense. And if for what, if somehow Mac Jones gets to take over the team, and if he's ready sooner than people expect, this would be a real solid football team. Um, or even if Cam Newton just is steady and solid and doesn't suck, I, I, I think it's not at all out of the question that this team could give the Bills everything that they can handle in division. I think it is out of the question. I just think the Bills are so much better than everybody else in this division. Um, they were obviously the best team last year, and I'm with you that the Patriots have improved. I do like the addition, and not that the Bills made a ton of additions, which would be a knock against them, which is what I think uh, Dylan was talking about. But I do like the addition of Emmanuel Sanders. You know, we've all acknowledged that this team can't run the ball unless it's with Josh Allen. So you give him another reliable receiver, at least, who kind of does some of the things that Cole Beasley does. Um, and Cole Beasley obviously might be not with you a, a couple of games if the NFL keeps like keeps uh, upping the penalty and upping the harshness of the punishment, um, you know, for COVID exposure and and what have you. Um, so I do think with the couple teams, the Bills being one of them, like that is a that is a real threat. Uh, I am with you on on the Patriots, though. I do think they'll be better. I think they can compete for a wild card spot. Where I would obviously disagree is I think the Bills have this division in the bag because, like Baltimore, I think their floor is like 11 wins. And I don't see the Patriots getting there. Um, I don't see the Dolphins getting there, although I think the Dolphins can be like a nine-win team um, and maybe flirt with a, with a wild card as well. Um, but I don't like, I, I just don't see a world where a relatively healthy Bills team and relatively healthy means Josh Allen is standing tall, uh, of course. where anybody challenges them for the division. Uh, Damian Harris is definitely somebody who's going to be shooting up fancy boards. So exactly. Misty, I agree. <laughs> uh, Damian Harris, definitely going to be somebody who's on my radar. Uh, passing game is going to be very concerning, but they also got the hogs that they decided to add on in the tight end position to assist with that. I think they will be the a really decent 8-9, and 9-8 win team. Miami was a 10-win team last year and I think got worse. Uh, and also there is a bit of an element of Tua already had pressure on him because the team decided to go with him over Ryan Fitzpatrick. You heard about the locker room being split. If they are not a 10-win game, 10-win team at least, there's a lot of pressure on him already, and he's in what year two, year three, something like that. So I, I think Buffalo, I think two. Buffalo runs away yeah. with this, but it's not because of any sort of endorsement on Buffalo's part. It's just the division isn't going. It, it, 
stylistically, the division just can't compete with them. But, yeah. I, and to be fair, I do have the stats pulled up here about my point about the AFC title game. Buffalo lost 24-38. to They were outgained by Kansas City, 439 yards to 363. That patented passing offense on their part only mustered 234 passing yards. Josh Allen was 28-48, of and he was also their leading rusher, seven carries for 88 yards, which is just, frankly, unacceptable. Uh, especially considering the fact that Kansas City only turned the ball over once and Buffalo turned the ball over once. It was a wash. They were still lost by two scores and they were also completely outgained in the one aspect of the team that's supposed to be their best feature they only averaged 234 which is well below league average and their average on the season by i would guess almost 100 yards i just don't i don't see it i don't get it like in the game itself the yards per pass they were halved kansas city was at 8.3 per completion in Buffalo was at 4.5, and they were still only able to get 234 yards, and they were barely even moving the ball anyway. I just don't – I will not move past this point because they did not improve anywhere near enough in order to beat a Kansas City team that got better and to keep pace with the other teams in the division that got better. And I don't want to be boring, but I do think that that game is kind of a microcosm of at least what I expect this year, where Kansas City is just that final boss that no matter how much we hype up these other teams and we individually like them, whether it's you guys with the Browns or me with the Ravens or whoever with the Bills, I still think it's Kansas City's division to lose. And it sounds boring to say that because then it's like, well, you know, well, why kind of even talk about it? But I do think that game is kind of a good barometer of it because the Bills were a good team last year. Um, and, you know, they had the one-to-one turnover wash. And then the Ravens – or I'm sorry, the Ravens. The uh, the Chiefs still just ran away with that game um, and ran away with the NFC – or AFC. God, I messed up twice. Yeah, I mean, I did lead this off by saying I didn't think I think that it's going to be wash rematch of last year. I led with that, but I do think that Cleveland will give them a game. I again, I even think that Los Angeles Chargers, if they were to like win the wild card game and get into the divisional round, could give them trouble. Uh, but I am with you. I think that it is still Kansas City, especially because the offensive line is just that much better. See, I. I said at the beginning, I, I think, I mean, it's the NFL, it's never a foregone conclusion, but given health, I think it's yeah, one of the better of slam dunks that Kansas City wins the AFC. Um, I think Cleveland, as we talked about, I think Cleveland has the best chance to challenge them. Um, if you got a turn back the clock season from Big Ben, like where he just looks way better than expected, and I'm not predicting this, I'm just saying if if he looked like he did six years ago, and he was, like, on fire, I think you could put Pittsburgh in that conversation just because of their defense and how much that would change the dynamic of that offense. I don't think this is going to happen. I'm just – if that were to happen, they could enter the conversation. Um, I think – I, I want to say Tennessee so bad because I love their offense so much, but I have to see what that defense looks like. If the defense – can make big strides. I think Tennessee's better than Buffalo, for sure. Like yeah, I, me if, too. 
much. Oh, I, I think they're a much better threat to KC than Buffalo is. Um, and again, I think I think Buffalo's a playoff lock. I just I don't think. In I mean, if I'm pecking order the AFC, like I got Kansas City number one, I got Cleveland and Tennessee vying for number two. That's your two and three. I I might have. I mean, there's it gets convoluted after that. Like, I don't even want to put Buffalo at four. I don't. Like, I'm I, there's you can make an argument for the Ravens. You can make an argument for the Steelers. Yeah, but you're not going to make that argument. So just no. I actually would legitimately say that in a one-on-one, uh, the Ravens would beat Buffalo. I mean, I could, given health, we have no idea what they're going to look like. But given health, um, if Carson Wentz could return to pre-injury form. I mean, that's a team I'll put above Buffalo. Now, that's I'm not, because I don't I don't trust Carson Wentz to be the quarterback that he looked like, young into his career, um, and I don't trust that team to stay healthy. But I, I just I I love Buffalo. I just think that they're kind of perpetually stuck being really good, but not great enough. Right. And and I th- I think they're in that the next tier down, and I just I don't see them as the threat to KC that these other teams are. And these other teams, I don't... I, I still think KC pretty easily wins the AFC. Um, only because, again, I have questions about how complete these other teams are. Tennessee's defense. I need to see... I really need to see their defense. Cle- Cleveland would be the one. I mean, Cleveland's got to be number two, I guess. But the, again, their defense has to be... All these teams have the same questions. Buffalo's defense. I feel like a broken clock. Cleveland's defense. Tennessee's defense. Do these teams play enough defense to beat Kansas City? It's like, it's so ridiculous. Like, God dang, get some God dang defenders. We have a draft every year for a reason. Getting aggravated, honest to God. All right. It's annoying. Like, it's it's, it's the same thing on every single one of these teams. It's honestly, like, it's stupid. The AFC is stupid. Only one man was capable of drafting a good defense, and that was Brad Holmes. <laughs> uh, that's right. Uh, number one passing linebacker, passing coverage linebacker from uh, – is he from Tennessee, Derek Barnes? Was that where he's from? Yeah, yeah, he is. Honestly, that's why. You mean the defensive player. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. I, I, honestly, to, to take a step back for a second – that's why you can throw the Ravens in that conversation because of their defense. Like as much as I do not like what Lamar Jackson brings to the table, if they can take a step forward on offense, if he can take a step forward as a quarterback and actually, I don't know, be a NFL caliber quarterback, that's a team that would It'd be like an MVP. That, that could stop crazy. it. That's it. Oh, oh my God. MVP running yeah. back. If only he could throw 36 touchdowns and six interceptions, that'd be insane. I can throw literally Almost every pass that he completed that season. I'm sure you did. <laughs> you and Denard Oh, Robinson. man, you remember that one that one clip that I shared where I was like, everybody thinks they can be an NFL QB, and it's like, no. No, you can't. No, I, I, I know I couldn't, but I, <laughs> yeah, honestly. Like Paul's, his, his Paul's throwing, built different, His though. throwing is absurd and, and right. not in a good way. But, no, I just because of their defense, like, if they were to take those offensive steps, if Lamar could take those offensive steps – that they would be in the conversation just because unlike all the other AFC contenders, they play defense. And that that's the same thing with the Steelers, right? Is if Big Ben 
I mean, it's the quarterback questions that are killing these two teams. The, the two teams that actually have the defense to hang with KC have too many questions at quarterback with Lamar Jackson and Ben Roethlisberger. Um, and that's so you, you have those teams don't have the quarterbacks. Indianapolis doesn't have the health or the quarterback. And then the three main teams that really could unseat them, none of them play defense. So how am I, I picking anyone but KC? I agree with that. I telling you, Cleveland is going to be a top 10 defense. You just you just told us how bad their defense was last well, season. There's, there's only 32 there, teams. They I, so so the, I, I think at this at this junction, it's just too early to assume that they're going to jump from bottom tier defense in the NFL to top 10. I, I think it's too much. I assume all I want. It's America. <laughs> I mean, it's it's possible, but I to to project things like that is it's too much. Um It'll be, it, it will be a fun race for a second in the AFC. And there's a lot of, it, it, outside of actually winning the AFC, the AFC is super wide open. There's a lot of outcomes that can happen. Um, what, it, what is interesting, I think we all had all the same division winners, except the Ravens. Ryan had the Ravens, right? Yeah. And, and we're, we're yeah. across the board on the others. Um, I, I'm the only one that think there's even going to be a big fight in the AFC East. Uh, or could be. I don't know. I, yeah, yeah. I, I got KC going saying. away. Yeah. I got KC going away. I know Ryan's got KC going away. Dylan, do you or do you – because you kind of seem wishy-washy. Do you have KC losing? It's – okay. This is going to seem like a cop-out, but I'm going to preface this with – It's it, fine. No, it's fine. It entirely we talked depends about it. on We've talked where it. it's played. Yeah, we, 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 we. Like a <laughs> if the game is played in Cleveland, we have an entirely different situation on our hands because I think that that, especially considering that the game is going to be played in like mid, no, like late January because of the way the schedule is now, uh, it's going to, I mean, even to be fair, even Kansas City in late January could still help Cleveland out. Either way, I think it's going to be a single like a single-digit game, just like last year's, but I think it'll be more competitive because, as Ryan alluded to, Cleveland was keeping Kansas City at bay, but they weren't scoring themselves. I don't think that's going to be a problem for them this year. I think OBJ is getting comeback player of the year, and I... Oh, man. Um, you know what? I will. I'm going to say... I, why not? I, I mean, I really legit, Woo! I legitimately believe in the, in the defensive side of how much they are going to improve. Uh, I will say that Cleveland will unseat Kansas City. Led by Jadavion Clown. It's because they finally got rid of cancer, Jabril Peppers. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it took them a little bit to to recover after it, but uh, you had to actually. I do. Get somebody I do think it's. I do that. think it's really funny. I I think the NFC <laughs> is so wide open, and Dylan's like, no. Tampa, and it's who obviously was in the Super Bowl last year. And then I'm just I'm I'm the opposite in the AFC. Um, I I think we have the AFC for different re- like. So you seem like you don't believe in you being Paul obviously because Dylan actually thinks you know Cleveland's gonna win, but you Paul seem like you're saying it's Kansas City going away and these other teams can't compete because they all just have like too many flaws across the board. And for me and Dylan, it at least seems like we're saying these other teams can kind of compete, but that's because these other teams are just that good. Whether it's a Baltimore, a Buffalo, a, a Cleveland, or right, Tennessee, that, like that I would I would say that Tennessee oh, or, has a, a well, close chance to. 
I would say Paul was higher than Tennessee on at least me uh, than I was because he he wanted to have him second for real. He just didn't believe in him. I'll, quite, I'll be honest. But. The only differentiator for me is the fact that Cleveland has a has a markedly better defense than Tennessee. It's does. that's what it is. It's the defense for sure. Yeah. I mean, but in Cleveland's offense is so complete. Yeah, that that's the that is part of the problem too. Is that uh, and like, so is Tennessee's. But <laughs> the problem, however, is that with Cleveland, I can argue that they are basically injury proof. Like if any of their guys outside of Baker, obviously. But, like, if they have a major injury, like if Nick Chubb gets hurt again, I don't think that that is going to somehow derail their entire season. Whereas Tennessee, if, like, Julio, his injuries keep up, or if uh, A.J. Brown goes down or Derrick Henry goes down, then all of a sudden Tennessee isn't going to look like the same team. No, I mean, offensive line is actually the injuries that concern me the what most. If, what if but... one of their pieces on defense got hurt? Like Ward, uh, Delpit that you mentioned. I would – I would uh, ar- you mentioned JOK, but he's a rookie, or like Miles right. Garrett. Right. So, like, what if one of them was Miles Garrett would be devastating. Miles Garrett would be the worst problem for them, and I actually like Denzel Ward is going to be a dude who's going to leapfrog into like the top five, top three corners in the NFL. Sick. So I think that Garrett's the only one where I'm where if he gets hurt, I'm like, oh man, this season's in jeopardy. But anybody else, I mean, I, again, I think that they're. Their defense improved enough that they are a much more fully weaponized 11 than what they were last year. Like, I know it seems like, oh, you can't project. I, I legitimately, for like, just believe. Say, so, oh, yes, that, I can. Right, right. That this team is is a top 10 defense. Just, just, in, just on the fact that the quarterbacks that they face will never have any time. They just won't. <laughs> I mean, uh, honestly... Uh, Miles Garrett, he might be the best first round pick, or the best first overall pick since Spain Manning. That is, yeah. There's a, that. So you have, like, running them down since Peyton, you have Tim Couch, obviously better. Courtney Brown, obviously better. I'm saying Miles Garrett is better than these guys, not these right. guys are better. Then you have Michael Vick, again, Garrett wins. David Carr, Carson Palmer, Eli, Alex Smith, Mario Williams, Jamarcus, Jake Long, Stafford. I, I would say Miles Garrett is way better than Stafford. I don't know well, that Paul Excuse would. me? Um, Are you on super Miles, Miles Garrett drugs? a better like, NFL what? player than Matthew Stafford. Oh, my God. Get out of here. I'm going home. I'm going to bed. Okay. Fair enough. Um, then you have Bradford, Newton Luck, Eric Fisher, Jadavion Clowney, oh James, God. Jared Goff, Baker Mayfield, Kyler, Joe Burrow, Charlie So, Lewis. I just to, for con- uh, consistency's sake, I actually forgot some of the additions that they made. Um so the defense for Cleveland, the 11 that they have, you have starting at defensive ends, you have Jadavian Clowney, Miles My- Garrett. They added Malik Jackson, who was the starting defensive tackle for Philadelphia. Andrew Billings from Cincinnati is starting as the uh, second, the forefront uh, defensive tackle. Then you have Anthony Walker, who the Northwestern standout from Indianapolis. He's their middle linebacker. You have Denzel Ward. Greedy Williams, I forgot, is also coming back off of this. Somebody we should have drafted. Still pissed off about that. So they have Denzel Ward already proven to be amazing. Greedy Williams, who was injured. Grant Delpit, who was injured. And then you have John Johnson III from the Rams. And then Ronnie Harrison from Jacksonville. Like, that is a fully complete defense. You left out my man Judevion, but that's okay. And also... uh, Super Bowl MVP Malcolm Smith 
who is going to be backing up the Will linebacker for Cleveland. Wasn't Malcolm Butler the Super Bowl? No, Malcolm Smith. Yeah, he was the one for, in the game against uh, Denver, he won the Super Bowl because he returned an interception. Yeah, look that shit up, 100%. He he was the MVP. I'm not about to. Somebody doing... Oh, my God, he was. Somebody... Jesus Christ. Somebody doing... Yeah, no, good good call. I, I need somebody doing an outro so Matt doesn't complain. Yeah, yeah, do that. There we go. I I need you to say Miles Garrett is a better player than me. I, I, I need you to suck my cock. How? I mean, I I don't even. I'm look. I'm more in line with you about Stafford than Ryan is, but I that's I can't do it. I think I'm sorry. I think it's beyond absurd. And Matt Stafford never even Miles had Garrett is swing the his helmet around to show how tough he was. Miles My, Garrett is the second. Well, no, he he never did anything to show anything. Miles Garrett is the. Miles Garrett is the second best defensive player in the entire league, but somehow Stafford is still better than him. Who who wants pizza? Uh, (laughs) Who wants pizza? So, on behalf of the Miles Garrett fan club, we are on Spotify. We mentioned that a couple times up top, but if you didn't hear it, go listen to it. Um, That's where you'll find our podcast, the number one platform podcast in the world. podcast platform for the number one podcast in the world that's not true not yet but only if you keep listening uh for ryan griffin for dylan bear for paul roshan um we are signing off and then make sure you follow us on all of our other social medias not just spotify but Podbean, itunes if you got a stupid ass iphone uh facebook uh twitter youtube sports carnage you can find us every single where every single place that you can pull up an app on your phone